You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello and welcome everyone. It's good to be together. We have hit the big 4-0 on this podcast. This is the 40th episode of Following the Way and we're so thankful that you're with us and that you've been um, along for the ride. And Since I am myself 40, perhaps it's fitting that uh, this podcast is titled Receiving God's Vision for Us, uh, since I'm certainly looking for more of that from the Lord myself. You know, in grade eight, I uh, remember that uh, I really felt that I had to have a pair of army boots from Army Surplus. And I don't know if anyone remembers those, but uh, back then in the early 90s, they were really, really uh, the hip thing to have. And I had to have them. And you might ask, well, why? Well, I really felt that to have this pair of army boots uh, would mean that I would fit in. And I felt this pressure to fit in, to be liked, and to be valued. And I thought as a grade eight student that a pair of army boots would do that. And they didn't. In fact, I remember after getting them that I was pushed up against a locker violently and physically by a couple guys. And uh, they asked me and kind of mocked me uh, in asking if they th- if I thought that having this pair of army boots would now mean that people would uh, like me and that I would fit in. And they assured me that I certainly would still not fit in, even though I had these boots. And, you know, that account, which... I suppose for me is still very much a visceral memory. Um, it it reminds me of back then how I was desperate to fit in, how I was desperate to be accepted, to to have value, to belong. And some in this world find this relatively easy through their talents, through their gifts, through their social standing, through hard work, through various achievements. They they find uh, that they belong in in a certain way. And I think for much of my life, I never did. And so me coming to know Jesus, me experiencing the love of the Father, me really encountering God uh, in my late teens, early 20s was a, a seismic shift for my life. But I think it begs the question, and, and because we're, we all wrestle with this, we all ask this, and that is, how do we see ourselves? How do we deal with the struggle of transformation in our lives and those close to us? Because when we talk about transformation and becoming more like Jesus and um, growing in our lives, the reality is it's also very much a struggle at times. And want to just connect this a little bit to what Elmer uh, preached this past Sunday uh, at our church. Uh, Really wonderful message on the great divide and how we see ourselves in Christ. And and he quoted from Romans 6, 11, where it talks about considering ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. And he also spoke from Galatians 2, 20, where Paul says, he speaks of being crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and how we see ourselves and how we see ourselves in relation to God, how we see ourselves 
uh, in light of Christ's sacrifice and Jesus's death and his resurrection is of paramount importance for our lives because we may see ourselves a certain way, but how does God see us? And I want to, I want to read something that uh, I remembered and recalled from um, Dallas Willard's book, uh, Renovation of the Heart. He says this uh, about receiving God's vision of our wholeness in him. The first main element in the transformed social dimension is for individuals to come to see themselves whole as God himself sees them. Such a vision sets them beyond the wounds and limitations they have received in their past relationships to others. It is this vision of oneself from God's point of view that makes it possible to regard oneself as blessed no matter what has happened. We are dead, Paul tells us, and our life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we will appear with him glorious. That's from Colossians 3, verses 3 and 4. And then Willard goes on to say, We have stepped into a new life where the primary relationship is with Christ and we are assured of a glorious existence forever. It's quite a, an idea to think about and to contemplate that in Christ, my destiny is completely assured and fixed. There's, there's no question as to how God sees me in Christ. There's no um, ambiguity in that. Uh, there, there is no um, possibility of that to change. And so thinking about this and also in regards to Almer on Sunday, he talked about living true knowing and believing the truth and living true to ourselves and in relation to uh, walking by the spirit listening to the spirit um, following the lead of the spirit keeping in step with the holy spirit and i've been thinking about that about how we regard ourselves and the challenge that we might have in certain areas of our lives when uh, we are struggling for identity, when we are struggling to change, when we have others around us who uh, we struggle with because perhaps they need to change and we are uh, wrestling with that. And how do we, how do we walk through that? Um, How do we love through that? How do we have, relationship through that and how do we see ourselves in Christ so that we are not trying to create identities and false selves uh, in our lives in order to try and belong how do we how do we rest in Christ how do we how do we live alive to God how do we uh, live to Christ and not uh, to things in ourselves that will lead us away from Christ. And so I want to want to also read something that uh, I read not that long ago in a book that I was reading called The Relational Soul. And they say this, 
The new birth makes possible a new life. But this life will take a lifetime to unfold. God's grace and spirit work through the natural order God has established to nurture us into the likeness of Christ. God most often works through the natural process of our healing as we learn and develop new skills, sorry, new levels of awareness and skills. That means we must address issues of attachment and the like, and that takes a long time. So we do well to disabuse ourselves of simplistic approaches to God's work of transformation. We do well to engage the journey of transformation with sober-mindedness and a firm hope in the living presence of God within us. After all, any change is miraculous no matter how long it takes. When it comes to real change, the operative word is patience, a willingness to stay the course and recognize that in my ordinary life, God is present and at work. That Reading that was really encouraging for me. That there is a natural process of healing that's taking place and that there's a pursuit of this in my life that I need, but that there is a process by which I'm going to learn and develop new levels of awareness and skills in my life. And I, I've certainly experienced that. And again, it's a lifetime. It's a journey. And, and so we see this in our lives where we're developing new levels of awareness of ourselves, of our environments, and, and how we approach things and how we respond to things. And in the midst of that, we can have a firm hope in the living presence of God within us. Asking ourselves, how does God see us? And I, and I want to put forth that, that from scripture, this is some of how God sees us. He sees us as whole, as being hidden with Christ in God, as being seated with Christ in the heavenly places, as being reconciled to God, as beloved adopted into the family of God, brought into the very triune relationship with God. We are with God. We're in relationship with him. We're invited into that place of intimacy with him through Christ. And so who I am in Christ is something that we must remind ourselves of as we journey through the brokenness and the challenges in our lives and in the lives of others around us in pursuit of God's healing. Our understanding of who we are is of tremendous value so that we do not lose heart in the midst of it. And so I want to leave you with that, that you would not lose heart, that you would place your hope in the living God who is working in you and through you, and he sees you as whole. He sees me as whole. He sees who we are going to become, who we are becoming. And as we live by the Spirit, as we walk by the Spirit, as we sow to the Spirit, all those things that Paul speaks of in Galatians, we can have hope. We can have hope in God. Bless you as you go forth, and may you live true to who you are in Christ today. Amen. Be blessed. We'll see you again, my friends. Thank you.